Hi friends, welcome to the FBC Zealand Teaching Podcast. We are a local church in Zealand, Michigan, and we desire to know Christ and to make Him known. We invite you into the same journey with us now as we open the scriptures and as we ask God to teach us and reveal Himself to us in His Word. Thanks for stopping by. There's a story told about an old woodcutter who lived up in the hills and he did all this woodcutting with an ax and a bow saw until one day he heard about this uh, marvelous tool called a chainsaw. And so he, uh, he went down into town and he went to the hardware store and he said, I'd like to buy one of those chainsaws. And so he did and he brought it back up into the mountain and a few days later he was back at the hardware store and he said, this chainsaw doesn't work very well at all. I used to cut a cord of wood a day and with this chainsaw I've only been cutting a tenth of a cord of wood. And the owner of the hardware store said, well, I wonder what's wrong. And he took the chainsaw and he pulled the cord and the engine roared to life and the woodcutter said, what's that sound? Sometimes if you have a good tool, but you don't use it right, it doesn't accomplish what you want to accomplish with the tool. Well, today I'd like to talk a little bit about a tool that each of us has received as followers of Jesus Christ, and that tool is prayer. But what I want to talk about today is 10 reasons why God doesn't answer some prayers. And so, if you'd like to open in your Bibles, I'd like to invite you to first turn to the book of James. And in James, I'd like to turn to chapter 4, and I'd like to read verse 2 for you. Actually, I'll start back in verse 1 just to give context. It said, Where do wars and fights come among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet. You cannot obtain. You fight in war. Yet you do not have because you do not ask. And so one reason that God doesn't answer prayer is because we don't pray. Uh, When one of my children was quite young, um, this child was quite independent. And uh, when it was time for this child to put on that child's snowsuit, Uh, the child would say, I can do it myself. And many times that child could do it. But there were times when the child would be struggling with the snowsuit and struggling with the snowsuit and struggling with the snowsuit and just couldn't get it on and would say, why aren't you helping me? And the answer was, because you didn't ask. 
I mean, I know from past experience you want to do it yourself and you think you can handle it and, and so I'm not going to butt in and try to help you unless you ask. And I know that uh, in my life and perhaps in yours, there's a natural tendency to think there's a lot of things that I can handle myself. And I just go about those things and try to handle them and, and and sometimes it's just not working, and it's not working, and it's not working. And, and finally, I turn to God in frustration, and I say, God, why aren't you helping me? He says, because you didn't ask. Here, I've been waiting to help you, but I needed you to ask. Well, another reason why God doesn't answer some prayers is found in Matthew chapter 6, in verse 9. In Matthew chapter 6, 9, our Lord Jesus says, In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Now, the reason that God doesn't answer some prayers is because the person praying is not his child. And so... Once again, when my kids were young, when it was mealtime, I would want to, with uh, Christy and I, would want to make sure that we fed our kids. If, you know, we didn't want our kids to go hungry. But uh, that wasn't necessarily true for the neighbor kids. I mean, you know, if we knew a neighbor kid was going hungry, we might feed them, but uh, it wasn't our primary concern. We thought, uh, you know, our our responsibility is to care for our children. And in the same way, um, although God uh, causes his rain to fall on the righteous and the unrighteous and uh, is good even to evil people, his primary responsibility is to care for his children. And so when his children come to him and say, our Father who art in heaven, and pray to him, then he is attentive to the needs of his children in the way that he is not attentive to the needs of those who do not belong to him. Well, a third reason why God does not answer some prayers is found back in James chapter 4. I read verses 1 and 2. I'm going to continue there in James chapter 4 with verse 3. It said, you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. And so God doesn't answer some prayers because they're selfish. And uh, once again, when our kids were small, uh, many of you know that there was a decade when uh, my family and I were missionaries in Norway. And I don't know what it's like in Norway now, but at that time, one of the things that you could not buy in Norway was M&Ms. And uh, every once in a while, we would get a care package from the United States that would have a bag of M&Ms in it. 
and that was precious. That was gold. And so we would take the bag of M&Ms and we would open it up and we would put it in a bowl and then we had egg cups that you know you could put your egg on while you ate it and those egg cups uh, held about a tablespoon or so and we would dip into the bowl of M&Ms with the egg cup and everybody would get an egg cup full of M&Ms and that was your share. You got to have an egg cup of M&Ms, the special treat from the United States that uh, everybody else in Norway couldn't enjoy, but you could because you had contacts in the United States that would send you bags of M&Ms every once in a while. And um, if one of the kids came to us and said, hey, can I have the whole bag of M&Ms? We would, of course, say, no, you know, you can't have it all to yourself. What a selfish request. You've got to share with everybody. Everybody has to dole out one egg cup at a time for each person, so it's share and share alike. And sometimes we, we come to God and uh, we are asking him for things that we just uh, selfishly want to take everything for ourselves and we don't care about anybody else. And uh, God says, no, I, I love all my children and I'm caring for all my children and I'm not going to uh, allow you to uh, have this uh, thing that you're desiring because you're asking for it in a selfish way. Now, Another reason why God doesn't answer some prayers is found in Psalm 66, verse 18. And in Psalm 66, verse 18, it says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. And so sometimes when we pray, God does not answer our prayer because we love sin and are harboring it in our hearts. And so once again, which of us as parents, if our children came to us and said, <clears throat> I'd like to have a pet rattlesnake and I'd like it to sleep in my bed at night. Um, I'm thinking that most of us probably would say no. And the reason is, is we know that snake can kill our child. We don't want that snake around our child. And in the same way, God knows sin is destructive in the lives of his children. And he doesn't want us harboring sin in our hearts where it can destroy us. And so sometimes when we are harboring sin in our hearts and we come to God, God will say, I love you too much to just answer that prayer that you're sharing right now. I need to chasten you so that I can draw you back to me so that I can protect you from harm. And so God will intervene on our behalf in that way. Now another reason why God doesn't answer some prayers is found in 1 Peter chapter 3 in verse 7. 
In 1 Peter 3, 7, it says, Husbands, likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. And so all of the women and all of the kids and all of the unmarried men can go, because now I'm talking to the married guys. And it says that if you don't dwell with your wife with understanding, if you don't honor her as the weaker vessel, as being heirs together of the grace of life, then your prayers might be hindered. And this particular word for hindered, this isn't the word that means uh, mildly inconvenienced. It doesn't mean, you know, I'm, I'm hindered on this camping trip because someone threw a rock in my backpack and I didn't know it and it was slowing me down. But it's hindered in the sense that Someone cut both of my legs off. And uh, so this is, it's really stopping you. This is an insurmountable wall that's been placed in front of you. Your prayers are bouncing off the ceiling because you're not taking good care of your wife. And uh, that's a scary thing to read as... uh, as a husband, Um, and may the Lord help each of us to take seriously our responsibility to care for our wife. Another reason why God doesn't answer some prayers is found in Proverbs 21, verse 13. Proverbs 21.13 says, whoever shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will also cry himself and not be heard. And so sometimes the Lord doesn't answer our prayers because we're not taking care of the poor. And uh, specifically, if we have brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ and and we're aware that they have needs and the Lord has provided us with the ability to help them in their need and, and, um, and we're very callous to that opportunity, then the Lord may say, hey, I need to not answer that prayer because I need to catch your attention. I need you to love your brother or sister more than you currently do. Well, another reason that uh, God doesn't answer some prayers is found in Luke chapter 18 and verse 7.
Luke 18, 7 says, And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? And so sometimes God doesn't answer a prayer because he wants us to wait. And so we'll be asking God for something and he'll say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. But you need to wait. Not yet. Some of you know our dog, Tucker. And uh, Tucker is a bit of a character. Um, When Tucker needs to go outside, we have a bell hanging on the doorknob and Tucker goes over and he rings the bell and we let him outside. And uh, Tucker also likes to go for walks. And uh, every evening, sometime between 7 and 9 p.m., I usually take Tucker for a walk. And uh, so sometimes uh, in the evening, if it's between 7 and 9 p.m., he'll go and he'll ring the bell. And I'll think he wants to go outside. And so I'll get up and I'll start heading for the door to let him outside. And instead, he'll head for the other door because that's where his leash is kept because he's trying to remind me, hey, it's time for my walk. You need to take me for a walk. And uh, if it's between 7 and 9, quite often then, I'll take him for his walk when he reminds me that it's time to do that. But sometimes at 6.35 p.m. or something like that, he'll go and ring the bell. And uh, I'll stand up to go let him out and he'll head for the other door. He's saying, hey, I want to go for my walk. It's like, Tucker, your body clock is off today. It is not between 7 and 9 p.m. And uh, you need to wait. And sometimes uh, we'll be asking the Lord for something and asking the Lord for something. And and the Lord will say, yes, I'm going to give you that. But you need to wait. Well, another reason why God doesn't answer some prayers is found in James chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. I'll start up in verse 5 and read to verse 8 just to provide context. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways." And so sometimes the Lord does not answer our prayers because we ask without faith.
you may remember that I mentioned that sometimes the Lord doesn't answer our prayers because we don't ask. Um, Sometimes the reason we don't ask is because we don't have faith. You may remember I mentioned that um, sometimes the Lord doesn't answer prayers because the people who ask them aren't his children. But because he's good, sometimes he'll answer even the prayers of those who are not his children. And sometimes it's like that when we're not asking and when we don't have faith. God is so gracious that sometimes he'll answer our prayers even though we're not praying them. Sometimes he'll answer our prayers even though we're not really asking in faith. I remember when my family and I were getting ready to go to Norway, we needed a particular piece of equipment and um, it was kind of specialized and we were having trouble finding what we needed at a price we could afford and, and I was praying and praying and praying that God would provide that piece of equipment and uh, I was like Tucker ringing the bell at 6.35 p.m. God was saying, wait, 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 you don't need it yet. Wait, 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 you don't need it yet. But I finally got to the point where I thought, this is impossible. I'm not gonna pray for it anymore because obviously God can't do it. And, uh, and so I'm just gonna forget it. And then about eight months later, he provided the piece of equipment. And I was really ashamed of myself. Uh, But he was good, even though I wasn't praying for it anymore, even though I did not have faith that he would provide it, he intervened on my behalf anyway. But if I'm not asking him and if I don't have faith as I'm asking for it, I shouldn't be surprised if God doesn't provide because that's one reason he does not answer at times. Well, another reason why God doesn't answer some prayers is found in 1 John 5, 14. And 1 John 5.14 tells us, now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And so sometimes when we're praying, God doesn't answer our prayer because we're asking something that is not in harmony with his will. Um, If you have a preschooler and the preschooler comes and says, hey, can I have a box of matches and a gallon of gasoline to play with in my room? Um, It's like, no, actually, that's not according to my will. There's no way you're getting those things to play with in your room. 
And in the same way, sometimes we, we go to the Lord and we're asking him for things and, and he says, no, there's no way you're getting that. That is not good for you. That is not good for people around you. Uh, that is not in accord with my plan for you. And you are not getting that no matter how hard you pray for it. And so sometimes the Lord doesn't answer our prayers because we're asking about things that are not in harmony with his will. And a final reason why God doesn't answer some prayers is found in Romans chapter 8, verses 26 to 28. And in Romans chapter 8, verses 26 to 28, it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And so sometimes God doesn't answer our prayers because he has something better for us. Um, Imagine that uh, you are out uh, grilling and uh, the lid of the grill is closed and there's all these uh, delicious smells coming out from under the lid of the grill and uh, one of your children comes and says, hey dad, can I have a hamburger? And uh, you say no. And you open up the lid of the grill and say, we're having steak. And sometimes that's what it's like with God. We're going to God and we're praying and we're saying, God, please give me this, please give me this, please give me this. And, and God says, well, actually, I've got something much better for you than what you're asking for. And so as we're praying, the Holy Spirit is interceding for us. The Holy Spirit who knows the mind of God, who knows his perfect will. And uh, he's saying, God, in your perfect wisdom, in your perfect goodness, in your perfect love, give this poor benighted child of yours what they really need instead of what they're asking for. And so sometimes God will not answer our prayers because he has something better for us. And so those are just a few thoughts I wanted to share with you this morning in lieu of Pastor Jeremy's message on Jacob wrestling with God. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. 
Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your son who sits on your right hand and intercedes for us. And thank you for your Holy Spirit who lives in our hearts and intercedes for us with groans which cannot be uttered. And so, Lord, we come before you and we pray that you would intercede on behalf of each person that's gathered here this morning, each person who's listening on the live stream. I pray that you would intervene on our behalf according to your goodness and your wisdom and your love and your power. Lord, I pray that if there are any within the sound of my voice who are not your children, Lord, I pray that they might receive the greatest gift of all and become your children through faith in Jesus Christ. And Lord, for those of us who are your children, I pray you would intervene on our behalf according to your will. that we wouldn't waste our time asking for trinkets and baubles and that we wouldn't be selfish, that we wouldn't be unkind to others, that we wouldn't seek things that are foolish and harmful, but that you might guide us, that we might Persist in prayer according to your will. And that you would respond graciously. I ask in the name of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope that what you heard inspires you to take the next step in your faith. If you have questions about this message or would like more information about our church, we invite you to check us out at fbczealand.org or call us at 616-772-4377.